Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. When last we spoke, I was a little bit emotional, (laughs) but I got that out of my system. Thank you for listening. A lot of you did listen. A lot of people hit me back and said they were into it, said they dug it. So maybe every now and again, I'll hit you with some real talk. And um, yeah, the people like it. You got to give the people what they like. But I'll tell you what I don't like. And here's my thing. I'm fresh off of just watching the Patriots-Steelers game, which was very infuriating. If you're a Steelers fan, not infuriating at all. But I hate the Steelers with an undying passion being a Patriot and Bengal fan. So that was pretty much the worst. The worst to watch. Very awful. And it made me just kind of look at the AFC playoff picture and shake my head and be like, what the hell is even going to happen here? This is a little ridiculous. Um, The only thing that I can come up with is that Kansas City is for sure getting a bye no matter what. They do have a rough game next week in Seattle. That It's always tough to play in Seattle, but... I mean, the last game they have is against the Raiders, and the Raiders are pretty much given up. They lost the Bengals this week, so they're they're toast. They don't want it. So the Chiefs are for sure going to get one of the buys. Um, The Patriots going to 9-5 actually knocks them down to the three seed, so they don't have a buy. And, uh, man, it's, it's not good, man. It's The Patriots are in some freaking trouble. I mean, well, let... God, I'm getting upset. The Steelers are not out of the woods yet, though. I mean, they're 8-5-1, so they're the four seed right now. But let Baltimore win next week. But I'll tell you right now, it's going to be hard. The Baltimore's got the Chargers on the road, and the Steelers have got New Orleans. So they could both potentially lose next week, which would keep things the way they are. Unless the Colts take care of business, and the Colts could leapfrog the, the Ravens. Tennessee's 8-6, and six too, but here's the thing. Indianapolis and Tennessee are playing the last week of the season. So one of them is going to knock the other one out. So basically, if Indy wins the next two or if Tennessee wins the next two, one of them is probably in, I would say, unless Baltimore wins up, but I don't see that happening. Even the Browns, I'm not going to go over the Dolphins because I don't believe the Dolphins have a chance, even though they're 7-7, seven and seven. but the Browns at 6-7-1, and one, bro can get in by winning the division, which is insane because they can, they got the Bengals. If they beat the Bengals next week, then if they win the the last one and the Steelers lose, they could do it. I mean, it's, it's at all possible. They would need the Bengals to beat the Steelers then at the end though. There's a lot, my good God, there is... There are so many things. Basically, what I'm saying is the AFC playoff picture is far from set right now. It's going to be a shit show till the end. But uh, I got to say real quick, I got to talk about the Patriots. I did a piece, uh, an episode early in the year uh, asking the question of how vulnerable are the Patriots. And I didn't feel... I don't want to say I felt vulnerable when we like I I look back a couple weeks and and I see us 
beat the Vikings in such decisive fashion. And I go, okay, you know what? That's a solid team. I know the Vikings are underachieving, but the Patriots are beating a solid team right now. This is legit. Good, solid win. But, you know, I always say that a team that can't win on the road is phony. They're not tough. They're not mentally strong, and they're not going to make it happen. The Patriots have owned the Steelers. The Patriots hadn't lost to the Steelers since 2011 until tonight. And I was watching this whole game. And, yeah, Brady was playing like garbage. And we weren't playing that great. But there were so many times the Steelers tried to do what they always do when they play the Patriots. They tried to give it back to them. It's the same thing the Bengals do when they play the Steelers. The Patriots have that mental edge over them. Even until the the last possible play, Roethlisberger sees it go over his head and he, and he points to the sky like, thank you, God. Thank you so much because, God, if I got the ball back, I was going to ruin everything. I mean, Boswell misses the kick, keeps it a one-score game. The Patriots get two interceptions. It's There were just so many opportunities that they had that they, they just they were horrible. They're giving up 137 yards to a no-name running back, Samuel. Like, I don't know. The old Patriots, the Patriots that I know, don't lose that game. I was not afraid when we lost to Miami because I said it's a fluke play. It's one play, it happens. But usually when something like that happens, Bill has them ready for the next week. And I have no doubt in my mind we're going to win. We're going to beat the Jets. We're going to beat Buffalo. We're going to get in the playoffs. I don't know if Houston is going to get any more losses. I'm actually going to check their schedule right now to see who they got. And they have a pretty easy road, man. They've got the Eagles, which they should easily win, and they have the Jaguars at home. So the Patriots could have just sealed their own fate, man. Because at this point, even if the Patriots went out, it's going to be rough for them. It's going to be rough for them to figure out, oh, if they don't get a bye, they are in some serious trouble, people. I'm telling you right now. And if that doesn't make it any worse, the Bruins blow a goddamn... They blow it in the third period and they lose 4-2 to to the freaking Sabres. God damn it. Just watch. I'm sorry. A lot's happening as I'm talking. I'm just watching both things. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm even talking about. But, uh, damn. Yeah, so the Patriots... To a lot of people, you're going to be happy because they're not who they used to be. And, uh, yeah, I think I get, I mean, yeah, we'll probably win the divisional one, but I I don't want to see them playing Houston on the road. I don't want to see them playing the Chargers. I don't want to see them playing the Chiefs. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lot of confidence in them this year. And that's sad because they've been so dominant for so long, but you know, everything changes, everything Everything goes away eventually, and we will for sure see what happens. Now, I'm going to touch on the Celtics real quick because I had done a podcast a few a few podcasts ago talking about how the Celtics won five in a row, 
and maybe they were on their way to figuring out what was going on. And I actually agree with, go figure, I agree with everything I said, which, uh, and now as I, as I'm saying that I saw them beat the Hawks and they lost the damn piss, the Pistons yesterday. Are you kidding me? Son of a bitch. Well, even with that loss, I want to say they won seven in a row. They were or eight in a row, and uh, they were doing their thing. Long streak in the NBA so far. So I mean, I think Brad Stevens has had an easier time with them because of what I said before, which was that he had too many superstars. Al Horford had been sitting out. Gordon Hayward was sitting out a little tiny bit. Jalen Brown was out for a little bit. So he was able to give Rozier more minutes. He was able to give Marquise Morris more minutes. And Morris has been playing great. He's been a utility guy. He's been giving you everything you need offensively and defensively. He's been fantastic. Um, Kyrie is finally being Kyrie. I mean, he was doing well before, but now in the clutch moments, He's starting to really make shots and starting to really take over games, which is something I hadn't been seeing from him before. So that's exciting to see. Um, So going forward, I think the Celtics are going to be fine. They look good. They look like they know what's up. But, uh, yeah, it's hard. I'm still trying to get over that Patriots-Steelers. That was the worst. The absolute worst. Well... I think I'm going to end it there. That's my rant. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> uh, so on the next one, as a matter of fact, really quick, this Thursday, I'm going to have to give you a little teaser here. I am going to be having a ridiculously good Muay Thai fighter on, on the podcast as a guest. That's the schedule. If it doesn't happen, that would be that wouldn't be great, but I'm telling you right now, it's looking real good. Chase the Weapon Walden. This dude's legit. 2010, he was ranked as one of the best Muay Thai fighters in the world. And I'm excited. He's a buddy of mine. I'm excited to have him on. I'm excited to uh I'm an MMA guy, as you guys all know. And I want to hear it from his perspective. I want to know why he's loving the Muay Thai so much. I want to know a little bit about everything. So That podcast is going to be sick. Hopefully, it's going to be on Thursday, and you're going to love it. Thank you once again for listening to Big Mouth Small Words. I will be talking to you guys shortly, very soon.